When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hello, everyone. I know you've been waiting for a very long time to be involved with all of the amazing things that we're doing at Rare Drop, and now is the time. We are introducing the Rare Drop Patreon, so if you've ever wanted to get involved with experimental content or being at any of our podcasts early to listen in, well, all of that is available in the new Rare Drop Patreon. Check it out. start the show i don't remember how to podcast kevin i barely remember how to stream i'm surprised we're live right now appropriately <laughs> all right kevin punch it god we really need sound effects or something after gcx we're gonna invest in production how can how can we release a gcx trailer like that and then we have a show where kevin goes hey but but listen but listen we're gonna do what? a star wars and scotch episode uh I guess live from GCX. Can we say that? Doesn't that mean we're just going to be here? Oh, yeah. We'll look exactly like we do now, just with some other people. And it'll have GCX branding with the Star Wars and Scotch logo. Cool. Love it. (laughs) Yas. No. All right. Let's start the show. This is episode. Okay, cool. Welcome to episode 38 of Star Wars and Scotch. Tonight, Tim and I will be talking about the Duel of the Fates. How episode 9 should have ended. Kind of. It should have. I like this one way more. I definitely like it more now that I've read the story. And some of the concept art did not line up with what is in this. So No, but this is so good. Uh, there's a few things I'm not a fan of, but we'll talk about it. I like it. It's actually not done. They're still working on it. So Tim and I will probably revisit the end in a few weeks again. Um, and we're probably going to do something similar with the High Republic comic, which is on issue three. I believe issue four comes out in the next week or two. So don't 
don't uh, quote me on that. If you'd like to follow along, um, here is the uh, website for the Duel of the Fates. I just dropped it in that chat under the wrong name, but who cares? And then here you go, Facebook. There you go. There you go. Um, so if you don't know what this is, this is basically one of the episode nine considerations by another director, uh, writer team um, that was denied by Disney. And they went with what we got. And people are a little confused because this is, has a lot of meat on the bone, namely Mortis. The whole Mortis part is so good, Kevin. Incorporating Mortis into the uh, cinematic, I don't want to say cinematic universe, it's all the same universe, but um, the cinematic world, if you will, uh, is, is big, big brain plays. Yes, very much so. Um, but we can kind of scroll through this as we, we're not going to read every line, but um, I love that it starts off in the Quat shipyards. Uh, don't we go there during squadrons? Yes. And that's where they're building the, is it called the Devastator, the weapon in squadrons? Uh, no. Uh, I'll get back to you on that one. Okay. Someone in chat will correct me. That's what they're here for. Um, and then the other thing is right off the bat, we see uh, BB-8 in disguise, which is that have some correlation to Battlefronts, like evil BB-8? No, there was, um, there was a uh, Imperial or a... Uh uh, the first order, like BB-8, like that model, like it was in Episode Nine, was it? Yeah, it was there. All right, if like you that's say so. that's why they put it in Battlefront, because that was the that was the the first order's version of BB-8. All right, fine, if you say so, Tim. What? I believe you. What? I I believe you. Perfect. Um. Ray's reveal is cool here. Also, she has a double-sided blue lightsaber. Yeah, I like that a lot. I like that they gave her the 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 lightsaber staff versus her like traditional Luke Skywalker lightsaber. Um, and she's dressed as a as a Tuscan Raider on another she was. planet. I, yeah, the Tuscan Raider outfit looked really good too. In, but it makes no sense. Comic. What do you mean? They don't really leave Tatooine. But I mean, like they could have. Like what if, like what if a Tuscan Raider in was Legends, more like a traitor, and you know, I mean, like Tatooine is a like has spaceports, so they just get on a ship and go. Yeah. And they said, like on that planet, it was a like it was migrant workers from all over the galaxy. I don't know, Tim. So for a Tuscan Raider to be there is not super far fetched. Um, this Admiral Vaughn guy. Yeah. I thought it for a second at first glance. I thought it was the dude from that episode of Mandalorian. Um, this was before I knew he died. Like four pages oh, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> out. It's not him. For full context, chat. Um, but yeah, we see Ray's lightsaber. She does a bunch of whooshy whooshy thing. Um, this one's very much focusing on the people. Like the rebe the people are the rebellion in this. Does that make sense? That's I mean, like that's what that's how episode eight ends. You know, in like Luke Skywalker empowering the people, inspiring them to do great things, and like that vibe really doesn't carry over into nine. Yeah. Um, and so, but like to your point in in this comic series, it definitely it 
There's a, there's an entire series. There's one of the series. One of the. How do you refer to this in comics? One of the the issues. Issues. One of the issues. It's weird to say issues. And like, what's the issue, Tim? What's wrong? The issues. One of the in, Tim. In issue three, like the entire thing of like like empowering the people of Coruscant to like fight against the the uh the first order was really cool. Like they definitely focus a lot on on that uprising against evil. You could say if is you think that they're evil, you could say issues. Issues. Uh issues and issues. With issues. Jiro, yeah, thanks it. for uh for thirty seven months of being awesome. Tim, you should thank yourself for your sub. Yep. <laughs> and pockets, thanks for twenty eight. <laughs> you missed us, didn't you? Um, and then this uh, altercation with Finn and the stormtrooper. Um, what him running into uh, FN or TX whatever? No, that's at the is end. This is the TR? first one who grabs his leg, and he's got like oh, yeah, part of his visor well, no, shot off. Yeah, well, that he knew who that person was. Right, he said he graduated with him or was in school, and um, and then you end up meeting him again. So. But um, yeah, I, I like that they focus on that too. Is that the same guy that I? Yeah, you sure. Pretty sure. All right. I mean, I was kind of speed reading through it, but I'm pretty sure that's who that was. Okay. Okay. What? Um, this uh, eclipse ship is very oddly shaped. The eclipse ship, the star destroyer. Or yeah. The, the the behemoth or whatever they call the. Chad, I'm gonna try and pull it up. Let's see if I can do this. We're talking about the the. Ooh, the I can pull it up while we're scrolling through it. We're talking yeah. about the first order star destroyer, right? Yeah. I like it. There's a juggernaut. What, what? What? What's the class? It just says Eclipse. It doesn't say the class. I, I could have sworn it said the class of the ship. Is it earlier in the comic? I'll find it. You keep talking. Keep looking. Looking pretty. Okay. Um. It is a. It's got big lasers on it. it. Also, BB-8. Getting like jettisoned it's a colossal. down. Colossal. It is a colossal star destroyer. It's huge. Huge. It is like I just I love the way that it's it's like your traditional star destroyer, and then as it it, it also like has this blade in the front. Like it just it looks really cool. I feel like it looks awkward. I like it. I'm like it makes it it makes it stand out. It looks very awkward to me. I I like it. It just—it looks like a big, like a big sword, like 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 a like a pyramid head guy uses in uh, Silent Hill. Like a shark fin. Also, the knife nine that the Knights of Ren use. Yeah. That thing's dope. Yeah. I, that's another thing. That is. I cool. love how the Knights of Ren actually have like a, a part in this, this thing. The Knights of Ren were so they were they they were on screen for what five minutes. Oh, they, like, they, they're one of the things that got the absolute shaft. Like, we start off episode seven. You, the leader of the Knights of Ren. They're like, okay, Knights of Ren are probably really cool. And we see them in flashbacks and all this stuff. And then when we finally get them in episode nine, they get their asses kicked. They're a joke. One of them has the Darksaber. That makes no sense. How did he get it? What happened? I gotta know. That that threw me for a loop. 
I mean, I, I know like that was it. your that was your original interest in it, if I remember correctly, was you yeah, wanted to I know saw why. The, I saw the fight of Rey against the Knight of Ren, and he's got the Darksaber. I'm just like, is it the Darksaber, or is it a Darksaber? Because we've seen in High Republic, there are other Jedi who have lightsabers that are black, with a black blade. So this, this kyber crystal, this energy source, however this thing works, because we don't actually know what makes this thing tick. Um... I think having other people use the same power source, very cool. There's the uh, the hilt of the dark saber. Hatoska Ren is holding it. Um, what's weird is the in this the knights of Ren seem to serve Hux more than they serve Kylo. Well, they're not, yeah. Well, they're more like um like bounty hunters. There it is. There's your dark saber chat. As they kill him. Just cut them right open Just to be continued. Sizzled. Sizzle. Um, Laurel Wren, Hataska Wren, Jadic Wren, and Ot Wren. Did we have their names in episode? Like, I don't even feel like we learned who they were. Not in the movies. I'm I'm sure in like appendices and whatnot. They're in and uh, the encyclopedias. Yeah, their names are probably in there. But yeah, they're one of the more wasted cool things. And in my opinion, JJ had every intention to use them, and probably, um, what's his, Rian Johnson's version just kind of screwed up his vision for them. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, know, Kevin. The more the more that I look at this stuff, the more I talk about it. Like in this next one, in in issue two, when you get when you go back to Coruscant, like I I I, I, I and I hate saying this, and we've always we've we've said it multiple times. They wouldn't do it, but I really want them to Zack Snyder this thing so badly. Just, I, I want to see this come to life because this version's so much better. I think this is just a wonderful way to, to like, showcase things that we should have seen. They mentioned, like, actually getting to go to Coruscant and seeing what a, 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 a First Order Coruscant looks like. Like, to me, like, that, it would have come full circle. Like, we get to see in episode one, get to come back to in episode nine. I just, there's so many things where I wish, like, why didn't they go with any of this? It was beautifully done. Eh, I wouldn't go that far. I, I, okay, hit me with one. The Poe Ray thing is horrendous. The Poe Ray thing. Like what do you mean? She's like sixteen and Poe's like thirty. Uh, she's not sixteen. Ah, uh, but she is. I like that there's a love interest. It's like a high kind of thing. I hate it. It's creepy. I think it's it's awkward. And I don't think it's there awkward. is no precedent sent in either of the two movies that this could be a thing. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it's just like, yeah. Uh, but I mean like I like it. And I feel like that's a minute detail compared to everything else that's in this. Kevin. I mean, it's... This, it's... this First Order Capital Tower thing? Really cool. We get to go to the underbelly of Coruscant. We get to go back to the Jedi Temple, Kevin. Uh, talk about Old Republic technology. A lightsaber guillotine is awesome. It is very cool. Very French. Very neat. Um, so we got who also who are who's this 
this, these galactic warlords. I okay. This yeah, makes okay. no sense. Oh, whoa, 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 okay, hold on there, dude. Hold on. What do you mean it doesn't make sense? It it's looks essential. like Trade Federation version 2.0. That's exactly what it is. Where is the context? All of a sudden, Hux is answering to these other beings that we've never seen, met, or he heard from people. before. He needed people to back him up when he needed the money. He needed all the stuff to fund his wars. So, of course, these guys showed up. Their granddaddies helped out in the first time. Why not they? And lost. Well, you know, history repeats itself. Yeah, hate this too. Uh, I liked Mustafar. As we're Mustafar scrolling down. Mustafar, okay, so Mustafar still confused. Yep. Because this Mustafar is like the Mustafar we saw in in uh, Rogue Squad or uh, Rogue One. But we all know if you play through Vader Immortal, it's better. Yes, I still haven't done they, that. They fixed it. This was an detail. alternate movie to episode nine. This was another movie that was written alongside that one, and Disney went with the other one. Um, honestly, but honestly, I would have liked to have seen Mustafar like this instead of the Mustafar that we got that everyone was like, what the hell? There's trees. Yes. That, we didn't know, even know it was Mustafar. You would have no idea this Mustafar unless you played Vader Immortal. Or really researched it yeah, like Tim and yeah, I did. Or, yeah, and we had to go look in a... a what what was the... the uh, Star Wars Encyclopedia. I like the um, his droid, the VX-20. Yeah, it reminded me of the Battlefront, too. I love oh, annoying as Uncle Luke just following him around. Oh, just pissing him off? Yeah. It's just like, hey, hey, you sure you want to do this? And I don't think what? that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think for this one, the, the Sith holochrome was really interesting, and I like how they use that as how he messed up his face. So okay, so like so for this one, I I feel like they took episode eight, like part of episode eight and episode nine, and like merged it together into a, a completely different thing. Because like the pacing feels weird. And it's also a comic made right. from it, the notes of a movie, so I'm, I'm yeah, not no, I'm just like trying pacing. to figure. I'm trying to figure out like where it fits because I feel like it's like partially in the episode eight world, and then we kind of like jump into nine. Uh, it seems after episode eight, because Leia's, you know, moved on and is back on wherever. She, it seems like the same planet that they're on. Yeah, in episode it, just, nine. it just feels like they just mush some things or, or move some one. things out from episode eight and put it into nine. Um, Sith holocron is cool. I don't like the Sith holocron being the thing that scars his face. I think that's kind of cool. I thought it was a cop out. What do you mean? The freaking holocron? Yeah, the holo yeah, that's really cool. It has an ant it has a security system built into it that'll kill you. He's How Sith it like is that? He's a Sith Lord. Yeah, and he got he got the shit kicked out of him by a security system. Which makes me lose the shreds of respect that I had for Kyle. No, Ryan. that makes you understand how 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 secretive and intense this thing must be that the Emperor was hiding. <laughs> I think that's cool. Nah, it sucked. Whatever. <laughs> uh, scrolling you know through. Me. I like my Sith stuff, dude. This is cool. You do. You do. Um. So yeah, this is where the the po is. This where it is? No, this isn't where Poe. No, but farther is. down. Um. So the the ship is filled with 
walkers and all this stuff to take over Coruscant. Um, like, oh, like overall, I I like that they didn't focus on this weird planet that could potentially be this place of Sith power, and then somehow it becomes a Star Forge. Like, <laughs> I like this version so much more. There's just so much. There's, it feels like you're actually in a Star Wars movie in this one. Uh, I thought the beacon was dumb as all hell. What do you mean? How else were they supposed to talk to the entire galaxy? They used the technology so from the old Republic. You're telling me the Sith or the, uh, the, the first order wouldn't immediately dismantle something like that and just leave it a little bit unplugged so somebody could come along and just plug it all in and they have it They didn't know it was there. I don't buy that. It was being kept secret in the belly of the Jedi temple. And they never went in there to explore and see what the Jedi were hiding in there? What if the Force was keeping it a secret? That's not how the Force works, Tim. You don't know that that's how the Force works, Kevin. The Force works in mysterious ways. <clears throat> Moving along. Um, the best car in his face was cool. I thought yeah, that was awesome. that was very cool. Rebels show that the temples have a sense of the other temples, not the one on Coruscant that was literally like a public access situation. Um, okay, well, you don't this, think you don't think the public library for Jedi's doesn't have security systems? Not after uh, that was taken over. No, the Force works in mysterious the ways. The 501st literally just stomped through there like it was nothing. And do you think the people, the the soldiers, of the five hundred first were force sensitive? They could feel a secret old Republic beacon. No, but the very angry teenager who was in charge of them could. He was too busy crying about his dead wife and killing kids. He, yeah, and so he was busy. The screaming of the children from upstairs kept them from looking and the downstairs. Were screaming and the children were screaming. Is this the same mosaic that's in the temple where Luke is on planet that escapes my name at the moment? Uh, no, no. I'm pretty sure it was the. Because I feel like um, I've seen this before. Is this in Fallen? Is this in um, Fallen Order? Know. It did. It did look familiar. I could have sworn this thing right here was, um, or the thing that was in the the like the reflection pool where Luke was. It was the. Um, the Jedi Order sigil from yes, the yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. Where have I seen this before? This is gonna bother me. Somebody in chat knows. Somebody in chat knows. Um, blindfold on Ray, foreshadowing. Um, I'm really, I'm really intrigued by this, uh, this ancient chamber with two thrones. Like it, like the, 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 the balance of, of light and dark. Like this, this yin and yang, like living together in harmony. That's balancing out like. the force is very cool. Um, Luke just talks to everybody now that he's dead. And he's he's in this more than he's in all the other movies. I wish they would have given him this type of role. This is where it got interesting because they started talking about Mortis. Um, my second question would be, and maybe this is something to do with Luke becoming one with the force. How would Luke know what Mortis is? But maybe that's why now that he's one with the force, he does know what Mortis is. Because there was no reason for him to know what Mortis is that we know of. 
Yeah. I'm going to say that, that we know of. Now, with the rumors that this Luke Skywalker show is happening with, with uh, Winter Soldier, I forget his name, too. Um, maybe he does go to Mortis in the show. Maybe that's what makes him a cranky man. I don't like, know. I, I mean, like, Mortis is definitely, like, it would be weird for Mortis to show up. I, I understand why Mortis didn't show up in in the movies. Um but like it's like this. This is like the mystic, the the mysticism to Star Wars. Like this is where, this is where all the magic and the 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 stuff that they don't really ever talk about in the cinematic universe, really. Um, and I and I wish they would because it feels like you're watching two different types of Star Wars. Like when you watch Rebels and Clone Wars, like they do lean more heavy into, like, the magic, of. Yeah, Star Wars, and then like the cinematic stuff is very much so like action packed and stuff. But like, if they, if they, I really hope as we, we as we go into more Star Wars shows, like that's we're gonna see more of this because like the whole Mortis thing, like the actual well of the living force and like going there, like that would be so cool. I'd love to see more of that. Um, I want them to explore more of that either. Uh, I think we've said in the past the movies might not be the best place for them to do that. But at the well, same time with like... It's confusing. Right. But with the popularity of things like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings, maybe they should be exploring more of that, you know? Well, and hopefully they will with like Acolyte. Maybe, and maybe that's where they really start to... But that's still TV as opposed that. to movie. Right. Just like Mandalorian. Mandalorian's wildly popular because it has nothing to do with Jedi and Sith. Well, right. I, you, now it does, but... Uh, ish uh, really. played into the story he showed up and they ruined uh anyway <laughs> um also someone in facebook said something about like kevin's the negative nancy i'm really not trying to be a negative nancy but i'm not going to say this is good just because it's new and not the other movie i'm going to hold it to the same standard that Everyone uh, holds as, the as other I'm episode. Reading this, nine. I kept getting closer and closer to my monitor. I, like that's how much I enjoyed it because I was just and I don't really like reading comics and I was fully into it. So, <laughs> Sebastian Stan, that's his name. Um, so Kylo gets put back together and he's got like crazy cool new mask too with uh, the Captain America A on the front. No, I'm kidding. It's just what did you call him? Kylo. I totally heard Kyler, and I'm like, yes, Ky <laughs> Tim's son. He gets put back what? together and gets his new mask. <laughs> Did you see the A on the front though? I could not unsee that once I saw. Oh, that. now I can. Oh, that's all I see now is an A. Damn it. Yep. And then the droid looks like he has a shamrock on his. Oh no, I didn't see that until now. Sorry, you won't not be able to see it now. He's just. Damn it. He's Captain America and Ren. Uh. Um. This is so weird, and I guess this is supposed to be the comic relief that Hux is just bound for no matter what. But Hux trying to use the Force. I thought that was really funny. It doesn't make any sense. It. I thought it was funny because, it, it to me, I saw that as him trying to be more than what he is. Look, I'm the Spy is way funnier than this. I, I thought that was fun because he sees himself better than Kylo Ren. I'm the spy takes the cake over anything Hux did in this so far. He wants, but that's the whole thing is he, in this version, it's still the same thing. He wants the attention. He wants to be better than Kylo. And so like, that's why he like, he, if he, I think in his mind, if he ha if he can use the force, then he already has everything else. Then there you go. 
He just wants the attention. Um, this the issue three was cool because it kind of showed the dichotomy of the journey of both sides of the force. Um. Uh. So they're gonna send. Oh, yes. They're sending them out in all their various different directions to go to different places. Read read it if you want the details. Uh, and this is where it gets creepy between Poe and Ray. All of a sudden, they're just it's having a conversation, and then he starts like grabbing her, and it's just. I don't like it. You're focusing too much on the details here. Ray, I think it's just showing that like even Ray is susceptible to to attachment, to having emotion. But she even Leia have... says it's fine that you have attachment and emotion if you which I get. But the right, fact that it's so Poe is just awkward. Yeah, but it couldn't be Finn because Finn was already with Rose. They had to give her someone to be romantically attracted to. It gets worse too when we when oh, we dig into it with that. Um so Kylo apparently keeps Vader's mask on Coruscant. It's interesting that all of this this First Order stuff is on Coruscant because it. I love that. Yeah, no, I do too. I do too, hundred percent. I think it was good that they used Coruscant instead. Because um, like every time you find the First Order and they're just like in ships, it doesn't make them feel like they're like this galactic power. They feel yeah, like a, a, they feel like a, a rebellious sect of anything. And they say it a few times in here that the First Order is way... I think Lando says it towards the end. The First Order is worse than the Empire. Never get that feeling in the movies. You never get that vibe. You always feel like they're on their 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 heels. They, you know, they don't ever they're feel just, extremely ex or established. They're just kind of taking over, but not really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, more conversations. Triple hug. Aw, cute. Are you going, are you going slot by slot? I'm just scrolling through it, you know, and then gotcha. they have that conversation. Because people are going to read it without us, so I'm not really going to go detail by detail. I'm more picking out the interesting stuff. Uh, so they all part and go their separate ways. Um, this whole, like, again, I this is stuff that we miss. Like, this whole this whole fight scene between the Millennium Falcon and Knife Nine, like, we didn't have that. Like we had we had a we had a uh, we had the flight or the chase scene in Episode Seven. And then I feel like after that, we really didn't get a lot of, like, fun battles. Um, the planet destroying is just, like, it seems pointless. And considering we've gone from a planet-destroying device to a device that can destroy multiple planets at once, and now we're back to just something that can destroy one planet, it's like... Well, but that was just on the... That was just that was just a cannon that was on the Star Destroyer, though. That wasn't like anything. Right, which is what they had at the end of Episode Nine, anyway, on all of those Star Destroyers. Right. So I think that's, I don't know, there's some correlation there. But seeing, it's one thing to have an entire armada that can destroy, each one can destroy a planet. Because that is the step up from one cannon that can destroy, what was it, five planets at once? And now we're back on. to one, one yeah. to one. It's just like, ugh, okay, we get it. You can destroy planets. Um, and what it didn't really do? do much Glass for the plot. I mean, it just didn't do much for the plot. It was just like, oh, field. Um, okay, this got super interesting right here. When the Knights of Ren, what's the ship called? Knife Nine? Um, Knife Nine. The Knights of Ren are chasing them in the Millennium Falcon. Where mm -hmm. is the one? This one. A Hataska Ren floats in an electro-oxygenated chamber. Yeah, so I think I think he's the navigator. Is that like High Republic vibes? Were you getting that too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's the navigator. And then when he puts his hand to Jadik. Yeah, like that. Right there. They they they're like they're talking to each other and I think he's telling him where to go. So yeah, I think he's the navigator. Just the like what's her face in 
High Republic in Light yes. of the Jedi. Yes. Okay, that I love. Yeah. No, I th- I'm pretty sure that's that's what's happening here. Okay, I think that's awesome. I wonder if they saw the script or something for this and they pulled that from this for Light of the Jedi. Could have been. Because you know they love to reuse things from the past that were never used. Like um, Palpatine's throne on Exodol. Yeah, but like, this is like some type of suspension chamber. She's like literally being kept alive within that pod. Oh, no, no, I know. But I'm saying like you, the abil- ability to plot, track, and move through hyperspace. That just I think that just shows like his overall ability. Just like That's his force power. I think I think that's just like him just being hypersensitive to whatever he's doing with the force. Yeah, I like it, and potentially that chamber just amplifies it. Um, then we go to this Remnicor place where the the. Uh, oh, that was something too. The holocron tells him to go to Remnicor, and it's Palpatine telling Vader to go visit his old master. Mm-hmm. Right. That you didn't. That didn't bother you? Wait, hold on. Wait. Crap. Did I miss something? Hold on. Wait. Where does he... T- hold on. In in the I'm go- I'm holocron going the, I'm go- scene. I'm going to the part. Um, yeah, he tells him to go to Mortis. Right? He tells him to go to Remnicor to go see what's this guy's name. Yeah, he says with it will harness the untapped power of Mortis. Torvalum. Real, realize. Yeah. So so what is so what am I what's supposed to bother me? Uh, doesn't that retcon Darth Plagueis? Um. Well. Okay. So I haven't completely finished Darth Plagueis, and so I don't know if that does or not. Um, I don't think it does. Because this guy's older than Darth Plagueis. So I wonder if after if after Sidious kills Plagueis, he goes and finds this guy. Okay. Fair. So I, need to fi- to I need to finish Darth Plagueis. I haven't finished that book yet. So th- there might be more to it than this. Um uh, I I saw uh, that cuz that's what I immediately thought of when I when we when we get to this part. I'm like, "Hmm, I wonder what he means." And I, I wonder where this guy fits in. So I, I'm not I'm not upset with it because I don't know enough. Um, this armor and stuff is pretty cool, like ancient Sith, um, on the skeletons. Some of it looks like some of the old Republic armor, and I guess that's just the way he, the artist drew them. Um, but he finds Torvalum, who's like this spidery, cool He's creature creepy, from the Black, Black Lagoon. Now. The original concept art for the movies of Torvalum, he looks... He was like this little spider guy who was sitting on a head. Okay, that sitting yeah. on the head part is cool. The Torvalum itself looks dumb as shit in the, yeah. in the... This version is way cooler. Yeah, no, he looks really neat. He's got like a... He's got almost like a... Uh, uh, what's the thing from Alien? I'm totally brain farting right now. Um He's got one of those vibes. The I'm wondering where the head is in this. There we go. Because I'm curious how many other liberties the comic artist storytelling took. There's there's actually some really interesting concept art for for Torvalum. I yeah I, I have some of the move, but some of the ones that like Colin Trevorrow's. Yeah, I'm looking around on like third party sites, like not the ones that were the actual like 
that they they thought about using for right. the movie. But yeah, but I'm also wondering how much did they change then from the script for this? Not that that's a bad thing because it's all conceptual. So go at, what have was at the, it. What's supposed to be the head that he's sitting on? In no that one knows. Art? No Nobody one knows. knows. Okay. Yeah. Because they never fleshed it out. Um. Anyway, Torvalum's like ancient Sith, like seven thousand years old or some shit. Yes. And um, the interesting. So he's so old, and he says to take life is to cheat death. Uh. So well, I, is that is that constant balance? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, that's why he's lasted so long at this point. Um. Uh. And then Bondin. Bondin looks like a very party. It looks like a party planet. <laughs> Doesn't it look oh. like the Falcon's landing? And it's well, they say. Well, they say that. It, yeah. Well, they say that it's it's always in a perpetual state of sunset. Yes. And so, like, I would assume that's why it's got that like party vibe because it's always just it's always dusk. <laughs> but it looks like a cool place. It's got like this um, like Arabian Night kind of vibe. It's yeah, like it's very. It's, eat, it's got an Aladdin vibe to it. Eat, pray, love, uh, you know, spiritual, Far yeah. East journey. Um, and then the creepy-ass kiss when she's just trying to distract him. <sighs> she was just trying to distract the, the, the stormtroopers, Kevin. You're looking into this too too much. Yeah. Um, and then this, this cute little dude, Nomi, who is like the spirit... I like this part. It really, it really feels like she went on this like spiritual journey with this guy. Well, yeah, they're playing the dichotomy of each of them going on their spiritual journey with some sort of mentor or guide. Yeah, um, guiding them one way or the other, which is super interesting. Um, I would like to explore more of this with the Torvalum and this little Nomi guy. That's the stuff I want, and I think it's what Tim was saying earlier too. This, these are the things we want to explore and how the Force works and who it uses and how it works through them and why has Torvalon been around for 7,000 years, which is older than pretty much everything we know in the Star Wars galaxy. We've never heard of him. Mm. But Palpatine knew who he was. Yeah. Um, so I hope they reuse these two characters down the road and they actually incorporate them into something because um, they're, they're very good characters to, to bring it to that. Even just the way he's talking to her, Nomi, is is cool. And this whole, the visions of Mortis and whatnot. It's good stuff. All right, issue is four. Very, very good stuff. Is there five uh, or six? Five, right? So currently there's six. Six, okay. Um, He is currently working on episodes, or on series number seven. Um, But we go into, what is this? We're on four. So this is, this is the siege of Coruscant, essentially. Yeah, Rose, uh, Finn, 3PO, R2-D2, and Chewie? Uh, yes. No, Chewie's isn't Chewie with well, Poe Chewie, and Chewie, sh- Chewie shows up later. Yes. Okay. So it's Rose Finn. But so the whole point, the whole point is like they they needed a a small group of people to get in there and turn the beacon on. And so this is where they bring in R two D two and C three P O and they kind of like get into their their little mischief thing that they always find themselves in. Uh, but Rose and Finn have to get in there. And uh, I I like I liked the the banter back and forth between them. I liked how they used kyber crystals to open up doors, which I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. But I want to know where did Finn get the kyber crystals from? Maybe Leia. Um, she's probably, yeah, like I, I so, got a so few laying was, around. So your issue with this is that the the super secret beacon 
that's hidden behind a super secret door. Use and you have to use super old kyber, five thousand year old kyber crystals to open said door. You don't like? Yeah, I think it's stupid. All right. Like, if people have an issue with Lando being able to get the word out across the galaxy that they're going to go fight Exegol, and then they're okay with this. I mean, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I just, I'm not saying you. I'm, I'm saying other people have complained about that, and then they're going to be like, what about the old bacon? It's fantastic. It's green. You know that? Also, Kylo snip, slapped his fingers and went away. Um, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah, but okay, that, that was so cool. Okay, so they activate the beacon. And it shoots out it shoots out into relays and it, it fires across the galaxy and every single droid and anything that could project a a message starts going off and Leia's giving her battle cry and talking about stuff and then it flies over where Kylo is. Kylo is so strong in the force now because he sucked the freaking life out of out of the ancient one. Then use his brand new force powers to go back to the source and blow it up. That's dope! It's cool. Um, I think it would be fun, like, seeing the temple in disarray and destroyed and decrepit. I think it would be really cool to see, like, cobwebs everywhere. I'm sorry. I have little a, skeletons from all the younglings that were destroyed. I have a problem with this whole, like, what do you think this does? You think we should report it? Nah, this giant thing should be just dormant and not do anything. All right. Sh tell tell Master Vader that, uh, that we're good. This place is clear. Uh, this is DK429. Tell Darth Vader... Everything's clear. Been working on my stormtrooper. That's really good. Thank you. I didn't have a preset, so that that was I just worked with it's my. It's all head. good. I got I I got you. Um. So yeah, it's just this gigantic thing, and no one, no one. I don't know. I, can't I also like how I li I like in this in this issue that Valum sends. Kylo on the same path that Yoda sent Luke on. Yes. Tells him to go. I thought that was really cool. Go in the game. Did you see Valum's hand too? The well, way they, they painted they it? A, they call it a virgins. Yeah. Yeah, he's just muscle and tendons and yeah, ligaments. Yeah, he's got like nothing left. It's so cool. Well, I mean, 7,000-year-olds, you you look at, what's what's Yoda's line? We're 900-year-olds, you'll be. <laughs> look, look like this you will. Something like that. Um, this dude, this dude is seven thousand years old. Kylo loses to Vader. That's the best part. I'm glad we kept them. And just like every other Skywalker before, it pisses him off. Duh. Very upset. There was a little temper tantrum. I just want to be stronger than Grandpa. Yep, they keep in line with the temper tantrum. So you know, he just taught him how to suck the life force out of things so he decides to suck the life force out of the seven thousand year old sith yeah okay so the guy who taught him how to do that he didn't see that coming also he wasn't more powerful than him after seven thousand years of yeah. knowledge and of the force yeah but let's not forget that kylo got electrocuted by a holocron about 20 minutes ago yeah i i hear you <laughs> I do. I don't like what you're saying. I know you don't, because I'm, I'm doing the thing that I do. I hear you, but I'm not listening. Let's keep going. Sounds great. Um, 
Okay, did you, did you uh, were you bothered by the amount of Gungans that were in this thing? Where? Because they keep showing up everywhere, dude. There oh. are multiple pages where there's Gungans. I mean, they're part of the universe. No! Also, when she throws him the Kyber Crystal, isn't it really... This is more of a comic thing. I'm not going to blame the writing. Isn't it, like, small? And then in this shot with 3PO and R2, it's like... No, Kyber Crystals can come in all shapes and sizes. No, but I mean, literally, the Kyber Crystal that Rose throws... Or Finn throws to Rose, isn't it small? And then all of a sudden, it's, like, huge no, next it looks, to R2. No, it looks pretty big. And she's like, no. Okay. Then I just misread that. I mean, it looks pretty big. I don't know, Kevin. Maybe, um, maybe things just look... I'm looking. So when the... um. No, it, it that's when the thing goes out. It says the Bendu monk rises to his feet. Didn't we just hear about Bendu monks recently in something? Um, uh, I I know oh, Bendu oh. the Bendu oh. order whatever is canon and legends, but didn't we just hear about something? Okay, the Bendu monks were a sect of Force users on the planet Ando Prime. Descended from the Order of Dai Bendu that helped to form the Jedi Order, the Bendu monks lived in the Temple of Endobi Mountains until they were slaughtered by the Dark Jedi of Bogan. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. That's all I got. Sorry. I just wanted to ask on that. All right, so thing goes across the uh, galaxy. It's Leia, and she's all like, yo, yo. Oops, sorry. I was going to go, yo, these up. Now, this part of it is cool. This part I like, that it shows, like, the Bathuai... In the Transdotion. Yeah, it's a, it's a galactic message. It, uh, all the cool races. Yeah, I just wish it was done in a way different different way. That's all. Okay, Kevin. Instead of you being all Eeyore, how would you do it? I don't know. I'm, I'm not writing episode nine. Would you like me to write a whole new episode nine? No, 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 no. I'm just curious. How would you tell the galaxy? That I don't know. There's already writing? some missteps that I wouldn't do, so I couldn't tell my complete story up to here. I'd have to go back and change a bunch before we got to this part. Mm. I like the Transdotion with all the swords behind him. Yeah, and he's counting coin and stuff. Very Game of Thrones vibe. Dun, 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 dun. All right, cool. So then um, Kylo just flicks his wrist and turns it off. Okay, he didn't just flick his wrist. He reached out deep into the Force. And turns it off. And, and used his newfound power to go back and overload the system. Remember, Kevin, this is old technology from the old before the Old Republic. Feels like a stretch. And, and Kylo's young and spry and full of life and hatred. Feels like a stretch. Um, so this part's cool. Uh, back on Bondin, Bonadin, Finn. Uh, I'm sorry, not Finn. Uh, Ray is going to fight the Knights of Ren. Um, yeah, and it's a dope fight. Yeah, it is a really good fight. It is a really, really good fight. So they're they're doing the the being chased by the ship. And then it turns into a lightsaber fight, which I suggest you read it to get good detail. But there's two really... First of all, Darksaber comes into play, obviously, because Hataska has it. She and Force pulls a guy into his lightsaber blade. It is dark. Uh, it is gory. It is fun. What does she do to one of them that was cool? Chewie throws a guy in the air and blows him apart with his, with his crossbolt. Um, Just also, like, like you went yes. duck hunting. And then... One of them reminds her of being a child. Yeah, the one with the dark saber 
Natasha. And she she realizes that he's the one who separated her from his fan or from from her family. So then she instead of her doing the force lightning on the transport that she does in episode nine, she does it to this guy. Yeah, which is so much cooler. Um, and you will die. So. Ray's going to go on to Mortis alone. She shares a moment with Poe, and it's absolutely disgusting again. Um, but Tim doesn't care. I think that it is he good for it. Ray to show feelings he and emotion it. and attachment. I think it's great. I'm happy for Ray. She's been, man. She's been stuck on Jakku for, th for so many years, Kevin. The girl needs some lovin's. So she just throws herself at the first thing that she sees? Wouldn't you? The guy is like the best pilot in the galaxy. He's hot. He's, 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 he likes to take Old. risks. He's devilish looking. He's, he, he's everything a, a young lady would, in a galaxy far, far away would ever want. I'd throw myself at him. The reason I don't like the Knights of Ren having the Darksaber is because it, Unless you don't know if it's the dark saber or a dark saber. That is the dark saber. It says it, and he ignites it in one of the, the uh, scenes. He just said a dark saber. No, it said the, and they even showed him igniting it. I don't. I have a hard time believing that that is the dark saber from Mandalore. Like they make such a big deal of him igniting it too. It's yeah, the same it's exact cool. hilt. It's the same exact hilt. Like, to the T of the Mandalorian one, which would mean that something happened to Mandalorian culture, which would mean that everything that's happening in the Mandalorian right now is meaningless because that guy's going to end up with it. Kevin, relax. It's a comic. No, I'm mad. Wait. <laughs> I get a little I get a little uppity up and you're like, Tim, it's a comic. Don't worry. Different timeline. So mad at this fake non-canon comic. Molding right now. Which, which, by the way, all intents and purposes, the person that did this did a phenomenal job with what they were given. He's still working on it. He's still coloring in pages and stuff. Like, it's, it's great. It's fantastic for just free Star Wars. It's great. It's it's awesome. I highly suggest you don't skim it like we are right now. You read it. Um, it's a short read. It so only takes like an hour and a half. Finn is like getting ready to to have this whole rebellion on Coruscant, which I love. I think it's great which actually. Dope. Um, runs into the stormtrooper guy again. He's like, you need a name. Blah, blah, blah. Give me the communicator. They have a whole thing, and it's awesome. Rose is getting tortured by Hux, who tries to use the force again. Well, okay, so we have to say that I really thought she was dead. I thought in this she died. And I was like, that's interesting for her and her character and all this development. And then she falls to her death. Mm -hmm. But she didn't. She did not. So she's getting tortured by Hux. I like Rose in this one. Like, I really don't like Rose all that much. I don't I feel dislike really, Rose I feel, in I anything. I feel really bad. I feel really bad that the actress got so much shit uh, to the point where she had to delete her Instagram. But, like, I never really truly enjoyed Rose's character. I never felt flushed out. I never really felt like I got to grow any type of attachment to her. Um, so it always feel, just felt forced. But in this, I thought she was super fun. Uh, we meet Lando on, what planet is this? Alaforn. He's, you know, being Lando and Leia. And he said, this is where he says the thing about the First Order being worse than the Empire for him. Um, they just never showcased that. The First Order never felt 
as established and is just as intense as the Empire. It always felt like they were they were the shell, like they were trying to fill Daddy's shoes and they just couldn't. So this is awesome because this is Clone Wars, literally. Ray Ray is in uh, the Knights of Ren ship. What's it called again, Tim? Knife Nine. Knife Nine. So she's in Knife Nine, and exactly what happens in Clone Wars when Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi Wan go to Mortis. This happens to when her. When they she, go through the black hole, it's so. Yep, cool. and the navigational equipment just shuts off, and yeah. they just she pop through. Seeing, like she starts seeing like visions and stuff. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, and then it goes to the planet, no stars in the deep black, which is exactly what happens in Clone Wars. Um, the planet and the stuff they show there is a bit different from what we see in Clone Wars. Doesn't bother me at bit, all because yeah. it still looks amazing. With uh, those are the same like ancient Jedi statues we've seen in some of the Legends stuff. So it's just and even on um, what's the moon that gets destroyed in Rogue One that has the the Jedi Temple on it. Oh crap! Yes, I know with the huge about. statues, it, it like yep. it looks like those. So it's on point. And again, that's probably more artistic representation, but I love it. I, that, this is the kind of stuff I love. So taking us to Mortis is definitely, 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 definitely a plus. Um, I think I, I feel like Mortis is going to become more of like the epicenter of like the like force stuff. Like if we yeah. start to like really like lean into this, like the whole idea. Like we got we really we didn't get to learn a lot about the father, the son, and the daughter in clone wars like it was it was like three episodes long that that entire story arc and wait if they can't the wait till they like, canonize the mother well and that's the whole thing is like so like anakin was supposed to take the father's place and he's supposed to be like the middle ground he's supposed to be like the the thing that keeps the light and the dark like anchored and and, and he, he says no and like that's what we assumed like to be the chosen one meant and and then they bring it up again in Rebels, but they do it in such like an obscured way in Rebels to bring in this essential, like essentially the multiverse into Star Wars. And oh, the veil of the Force. It, yeah, the veil of the Force, and like being able to, like alter time and things like that. It's just like it was. It's never really been truly flushed out in canon, and so like I really hope we really start to lean into that more and and talk about it and really figure out like why why is Mortis so important? Why is this har- this harmony between these three like super strong force users and why having them in place is so important. I think they could explore that in High Republic too. There's got to be there's got to be more opportunities throughout the, the these new mediums to talk about it because it's such a, like it, it feels like such a critical point for Star Wars and like I feel like it's always going to come back to to that. Um, they introduced- apparently that's where the well that's the well of the fo- like that's where the well of the force is. A well, not the well. Didn't he say it was like the well of the force or like like the big one? Uh, maybe. When he move when he moves when he moves the the big. Tune? Yeah, I don't know if it was the or a. Oh, okay. Um, they introduced brute troopers in this, which have chrome armor like Phasma, which sounds awesome. Yeah, they look a little bit like like sand troopers almost. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. We also get to see uh, what ATMTs. Yeah, it's like a big tank walker. It's massive. Yeah, it's really cool looking. It's like really wide and like it's got. It's got a lot of armor on top. Almost looks like a turtle. I like the thing that attacks Finn in the sewer, the Grinock. It was a Grinock larva. Yeah, it's a baby. Think what the big the one The little baby like. guy. Um, it's terrifying. And that person that we met earlier during the decapitation well, I, helps us. I like that he comes back and he's got people that turn with him, that defect. I think that's really, really cool. 
Um, and then Finn gets on the come, rallies all the people. Back to Mortis, there's like all these statues. They say something interesting. They say Ray reaches a plateau to find statues of robed ancients, not Jedi. Interesting. Mm. Um, she has her vision of, of back on Jakku with the parents. Um, and in this version, it has nothing to do with her being a Palpatine. Which I thought was great. Kylo has his vision of his father telling him he's going down the wrong path and then remembers killing him. Uh, there's your ATMT that Tim was talking about. It's pretty cool. The whole the whole battle over Coruscant, I think that would have been such a really cool I agree. thing to show. Like uh, watch like watching like TIE fighters like fly through the city and stuff. Like the, the Oh, whole, we like, forgot to we forgot to mention that Hux is Chancellor too. That's right, yes, he is Chancellor Hux at this point now. So he has been placed there as like the figurehead of the of the of the first order while like Kylo's off doing his own thing. And then Rose escapes. Um the stormtrooper comes back with a bunch of other stormtroopers and they're ready to rebel and they save Finn. Okay, can we talk about how they kill off R2? Uh, yeah, it's coming up momentarily. Well, you don't know if they kill him off because... Okay, they shoot... Okay, I went... <gasps> when I read this part, he gets shot in the dome, dude. And they take his memory R2 core out. But circuits they could, are dead. But they can put him back together. Um, Because they took his memory core out. It's like it's like you've seen Big Hero 6. Yeah. So it's the existential question that I have with my daughter constantly. Since Baymax gives them the, the chip... Yes the Baymax at the end, is that Baymax or is it not Baymax? Well, that's the whole thing when you start talking about uploading your consciousness to the internet. Is right. it actually going to be you or is it going to be a copy of you? Right. So, that, well, Who's gonna end it depends up? because you're not putting my brain in the other body. You're uploading a conscious. In this part, you're taking the memory core, which is essentially the personality of the droid and putting it's it the, into a new frame. The, right. It's the spirit. It's essentially Same Ghost with Baymax. in the shell. Right. It's Ghost in the Shell. Right. Right. That's a better example. Um, so yeah, they're doing all sorts of stuff and fighting the empire or the first order. Um, temple of Mortis is interesting. Um, I believe this is the same temple of Mortis we see in clone wars. Yes. I believe so. This is where the daughter was buried. Right. Isn't this also where the, the, when they first get there and they meet the father where he's, where he is, he's sitting on the, well, he's sitting on his throne. Right. Isn't that where this is? I would assume so. Um, so they're arguing back and forth. And then we come to find out that Kylo is the one that killed Ray's parents on Jakku. I like that. that but at the same time, no that means Kylo. But that means Kylo's a lot older than Ray. Which is not the case. Like the no, timing doesn't add up at age. all here. No. I, f I think they're a few years apart. I think Kylo's a little bit older than Ray. But like he's like a full blown, I'm the bad guy and you're a tiny child situation. It makes yeah. zero sense. Yeah, the timing the timing's weird. I think I would have still liked it if it was like either Snoke gave the order to kill them or it was one of the it was one of those things that the Emperor did during Operation Cinder uh was to kill his son and his family. Yeah. But to have Kylo do it was was definitely strange cuz he would have been he would have been training with Luke in the temple. But what does Ray's time. parents have to do in this? Aside from Kylo killing them, absolutely nothing. nothing. It goes. It goes back to the uh, setting that Kylo sets in Episode Eight when he was like, "Do you want to know who your parents were? They were nothing. They were just, 
they're they were yeah just ray's not related to anyone it's just regular she's, people she's just ray that's why it's so that's why it's so jarring to go from episode in episode eight when you learn well i mean you learn that ray is no is no one and then you go in episode nine you learn that she is a palpatine which is just really strange it's like it's they set the tone really, really oddly in, in eight to then try to fix it in nine. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it could, it could, she could still be a Palpatine for all we know, but there's definitely no information on that. Um, so space battle above Coruscant, which would have been awesome. Chewie has an X-wing, which is awesome. Yeah, which I thought was so cool. And shooting things down. Um, and then this huge <laughs> yeah. crowd of people with the MT Walker, uh, with blasters and 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 yeah, clubs, this, they come. This whole siege of Coruscant would have been so cool yeah. because, it, like, just like the the whole like having like the civil war break out in the middle of Coruscant, and, like watching like just like regular people like throw Molotovs and like stuff, and capturing ATMTs and ATSTs and like just chasing after uh, uh, first order people would have been so good, so good. So we got but all that. Um, we and didn't then, get any of that. We got this well, weird in this, thing we on. got all that. Well, yeah, I mean, we got it here, but the the, the fight on Exegol was just, it wasn't great. It, it makes more sense. It makes sense when, if they were fighting on Coruscant, why all of the, the big, like, why all these weapons of war would be there. Because it's the main capital. But on Exegol, it didn't make any sense, like, how all those people got there and how all those ships were made. And all this stuff. I like the concept of Exegol. I do not like the execution of Exegol. Right, exactly. You don't know enough about the place to understand why those things were made. Right. And how they were made. And the only speculation that makes all, sense All these is... super star destroyers just chilling under the ice because the Emperor wished it so? Is he a genie? The only thing that makes sense is linking it back to Legends where we get to speculate and who knows if you'll ever get resolution on that. But still, it's it's so jarring. From a viewer's perspective that doesn't have enough knowledge. Here's the fight on there. The resistance transports are dropping all these weapons, and it's turning into a full-blown battle, which is awesome. Um, meanwhile, on Mortis, Ray and Kylo are duking it out. And, you know, hacks off part of his mask, slashes Ray through the eyes, and she's crying she blood and eyes. blinded. Her eyes got popped. That is, I think that would have been cool. Sick. She would have gotten the uh, the Canon Jarus treatment. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that a lot. So the space battles raging, they're losing, and it's just a full. It's your average full blown fun Star Wars battle, sneaking espionage things going on. I'm not going to go through it. You can watch it or read about it. It's worth reading. It's a really good sequence. Here's the part that Tim and got upset. R2 gets shot, and his circuits are dead, no power, and, like, C-3PO is freaking out, and he pulls his memory drive. That's why I said that. And then uh, they give it to BB-8, so bb eight's going to go use it for whatever knowledge they need it for. And then Chewie tries to grab R2, and then he gets shot! Multiple times, Kevin. And then this is—is is this how it ends? Leia is all despondent in, in orbit as she's surrounded by star destroyers. Um, and we're back on Mortis. Kylo reaches—he looks into the well beneath the temple, so it doesn't say it's like the well of the Force. Uh, deep into the heart of Mortis, eager for his reward, but it's empty. Uncle Luke's all like, "You just 
up, man. I love that condescending <laughs> I like Uncle how Luke. He, I like how he catches his lightsaber. <laughs> no, 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 not today. <laughs> so good, dude. And that that's it for now. There's gonna be more, and Tim and I will definitely discuss it. But that's the that's so far the duel of the fates. It is definitely a departure from what we know as, you know, Star Wars, uh, yeah, episode nine. It's... So it's interesting to see it. I don't think you'll get your Snyder cut situation that you want, but I could totally so see cool. someone animating this on YouTube. I would love that. And Disney wouldn't do a damn thing. They'd let it fly. Mm. Um. But I could totally see that. Maybe we'll animate it, Tim. Sure, Kevin, with all of our spare time. I mean, we could just hire a bunch of people and not get any money for this. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll kickstart it. You want to kickstart it? Hell yeah, chat. You guys ready to kickstart an animated series? Hey, what's up? We're going to do an animated series of the Duel of the Fates, kickstarting it uh, to get sued by Disney and cease and desist. It'll be great. What if it just wasn't? Star Wars Episode Nine: Duel of the Fates. It was War Wars. It was Star Wars Episode Nueve. Star Wars. It was and the 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 disturbance be between two people. <laughs> As you can see, Chad, I'm not the creative person in the company. CTO. Yes. Technical. Worcesters, I like that. Worcestershire, 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 Worcestershire wars. You just have to get the Swedish chef to to do the narration. Well, that's the duel of the fates. No one asked any questions really tonight, so they're mad at us, Kevin, for skipping out on two weeks. Look, last week we had to film the uh, April April Fool's skit. Oh, you're telling them. I'm just telling them that we we filmed the April Fool's skit, which they'll be very happy with. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, chef, you'll love it. Steve, is that your emote? The Swedish chef? Please say it is. <laughs> I hope that's his emote. Um, So we had to do that. The week before that, wh what happened? We had something come up, and we were like, we can't do the show. I don't remember. We've been so busy. Yeah, so. Um, but we're back, and um, next week, I think we're going to dive into the three High Republic issues that are out. Beautiful. Uh, so we can look at uh, Martian Swole on the cover of, of issue three. Is issue? Issue three? Does that sound Marcian good? Martian Swole. I think that sounds like a plan, Kevin. Did you ever download the Marvel app that I gave you the information for? Remind me tomorrow. <laughs> I only did half of what you had to remind me about this morning, so remind me tomorrow. Gotcha, bud. <laughs> oh, man, chat, you're great. You're wonderful. Um, Cool. Well, Tim and I are going to get out of here, and we're going to go spend some time with our families, but thank you for checking out Star Wars of Scotch episode 38. You can check out Timmy's epi.gg slash darkness429. Go watch him Monday through Friday, roughly around 9 a.m. and say hello. Uh, I'm Kevin. I'm the guy from Rare Drop. You can go to raredrop.co and see all that stuff. If you want to check out little episodes of Star Wars, guys, you should go do that at raredrop.co. Uh, and tickets for GCX go on sale 
in Ooh, soon uh, April 1st. It's not an April it's Fool. Not an April it Fool's. It is real. Literally the best day we could we could get it out. So just, just unfortunate. So anyway, um, thank you so much, uh, Tim. I'm gonna send this to uh, hyperspace. You ready? Punch it, Kevin. Punched. You all have a fantastic evening. We will talk to you next Monday. We're gonna go through again the first three issues of the High Republic comic, um, and maybe the fourth if it's out. I think it, it might be out. So. Uh, We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. We'll see you next week. High Republic Comic. Have a good week. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.